Mike check, Mike check. Mike check, Mike. All right, check. let's let's do this. I got my talking points. <laughs> so we got Ruba Ali in the building. Ruba. Hello, Max. Why do you train so hard? Why do you work out so hard? Well, that's a great question. I always get asked, uh, "What am I training for? Is it a competition?" That's what. That's what. I, yeah, that's what I had in mind. What are you training for? Yeah. Uh, great question. So, um, when I first got into fitness, it was always more so of therapy for me. And so the challenge of, you know, working on your weakness and improving that and making it into your strength is always something that drew me back to training so hard. And so I think that I just truly enjoy it. It's just the space for me to, you know, get in tune with my thoughts, work on my weaknesses and, and just evolve constantly. I feel the same way about exercise. It's very therapeutic. So like you said it was, it was therapy for me. What what did you feel like you needed therapy for or from? So uh, when I was about 14 years old, that's when I started really working out. Um, I remember I tried uh, I tried out for the track team, and it was so horrible. I got rejected. I got rejected multiple times. And so for me, uh, I didn't just want that to be the end result of me not being active. And so I had to find an, an outlet, and that's when... Uh, I discovered the gym. I actually went to an all-female gym the first time ever. It was called Lucille Roberts mm. back in the day. Um, and so I started going and, you know, anyone who's experienced rejection, their confidence levels are low, right? Like right. you feel weak and, you know, it was in my hands at that age. It's like, all right, I'm not going to let this defeat me. I'm going to train myself. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to figure it out, but I'm not going to like just stop. So then, you know, going there, I like faced my emotions, like a lot of things when you're young, you just really can't understand how to deal with your emotions. And so the gym really helped me with that. It gave me my me space. And mm. it was just such an addiction. Like, Sounds like a beautiful relationship. You're in the gym. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like when you, you chose the words rejection, like when like what, what is it about you? Um, you said track, was it? Yeah. You going out for track. Like what happened? What, what, what were you told that made you? choose the word rejection you know what I realized um I realized that the coaches wanted someone who was already skilled and they basically told me you're like you didn't cut it you're not good enough like you didn't make the team and for me it was like okay like I can get better but I noticed that they wanted someone like I knew the other athletes they wanted someone who already had the skills who was going to get the medals and that's just how it was and for me, I knew I wasn't good. I was a horrible runner. I actually hated running. I was so bad at it. But, you know, it was at that moment where it was like, after school, I needed something for myself because at a young age, I also started working. So my life really was school and work. And mentally, I needed something for myself. And I found the gym. And the gym gave me that space for me to just be myself, to like, deal with my emotions, my thoughts, and work on myself. And every day I felt better when I left the gym. I could say I myself, uh, growing up, I was like emotionally unstable. I had, my emotions were very intense. I didn't know how to challenge them. I didn't fully understand them. And exercise was just like, it was fun for me. I loved the challenge. It was just like a positive way for me to ch channel my emotions. And till this day, like people were like, oh, what are you training for? I'm like, it's life, <laughs> therapeutic. So, uh, yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Max Your Body. We got Ruby, 
Ruby. I just destroyed her name. Ruba. We got Ruba Ali in the building. Thank you for joining us today. Are you um, upset because I just ruined your name? No, not at all. I get called Ruby all the time. Ruby is a nice nickname. Is it your nickname? Well, I mean, everyone calls me Ruby or Rubes, so I'm used to it. Well, like I said, we got Ruby in the building. Um, she's joining us today. She's going to share a little bit about her trials and tribulations, how she overcomes them. And um, hopefully you guys take note. Um, where are you from? Originally? Yeah. Uh, so I'm from Jordan. I was raised in New Jersey, and then I moved to Miami. Raised in New Jersey? Yeah. Miami. Yeah. How's life in Jordan? Jordan, oh, I really didn't spend much time there. You know, I go to visit, but a uh, majority of my life has been in New Jersey. So, so like, when, you, when we talk about Ruba, your personality, your mindset, is it influenced by Jordan, where you're from, your nationality? I say it's influenced through parenting and culture and religion. Mm. So that can tie into where they're from. Um, but, yeah, absolutely. I give my parents a lot of credit for who I am. They set, uh, they set certain rules and boundaries for me growing up, and it's always kept me on the right path, I would like to say. And so um, if it wasn't for that, for what they have taught me and for what they have shown me, I really wouldn't have the work ethic, the mindset, and strong belief that I have. Uh, mad respect for you because I like... I find that family values equal success. You know, oftentimes many of us try to become successful, neglecting family, parents, and also family values. But you find out, like, you can't escape values. Like, you're going to have to, like, fix yourself, work on yourself, and um, accept these values. So uh, good for you. And um, wh- how did you go from New Jersey to Miami? Why, why the transition? That's a- yeah, it was, it was actually um, it was a recent transition. I mean, when I say recent, I probably say, like, four years ago. Um, I was just in college and I was doing personal training and, you know, I was also doing my online training and I knew that I just, I'm a firm believer. There is no B, you know, how people have like a, a plan A plan B, like you, there, you train, like there's no B, there is no B. And, and that's not just in training. That's in like career. Mm. If you want to do something relationships, yeah. And relationships as well. If you want to do something, if you set a plan B, you're basically saying that there's an option of you failing plan A. And so for me, I had to take myself seriously in my career and I wanted to pursue doing my, my, like growing my first business, my online business. And I knew I needed the environment for me to be able to really get creative. And Miami, when I visited this place, the nature, the ocean, the walks, just the environment just allowed me to connect with myself. And I felt like I could really perform and execute on what I wanted to here. Good for you. Um, I think you saw what, was valuable in the location and you, you made the best out of it because I was in Miami 2008 for a year before moving to LA and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my time. So I was pretty much wasting time in, in South beach. But, um, now that I, you know, more mature and um, I, I have more identity, I know what I want to do with my time as far as progression purpose. Um, whenever I come back home to visit, which is South Florida, Miami, I'm like, this is home. So like, I'm definitely moving back within two, three years. I'll be by, by coastal for production purposes in LA. But like like you said, um, what you spoke about South Beach in Miami, I, I see it. Can I, You know, you said something really interesting. You said you were wasting a lot of time when you were here. And that's mm. something that you have to be very disciplined because I experienced that as well. When you first moved to Miami, especially South Beach, yeah, you're around tourists every day. Everyone's going out. 
And so you have to Vacation really, mode. Uh, you know, I put, I put the pressure on myself. I said, listen, you moved from New Jersey. You can't not execute and succeed in why you moved here. And so that's when I like became disciplined and I like cut out the distractions and going out and everything. And I just, I spend weekends, like nobody even knows this for the past two years. I work every day. It's not just Monday to Friday. Like if I have to wake up on a Sunday and get something done, I wake up and get it done. You know what I mean? So it's like the environment is important, but it's also the mindset that you implement in that environment that is just as important. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Powerful. You should write a book. I get that. Do you have one? No, but I would love to. I'd love to. I'm like something that's book, podcast or something. 2021 goals. You do a lot more talking on your social media than I do, but I think it'd be very valuable for you and your audience if you you came out with your own podcast. You know, a lot of them have said that they they would be on your side right now. A lot of them have told me, you know, Ruba, I would love for you to have a podcast because what they do is screen record my morning stories Mm. and listen to it later. Yeah. So, you know, it's something that's going to come in the works. It's just managing everything at once when you have a lot going on. You mm. know, like I'm, I'm a firm believer. One you, thing at a time. Yeah, I'm a firm believer that if you want to execute on something, you have to put your energy into it. And I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a halfer. Like if I'm going to do something, I got to put my all into it. You, uh, you seem to be a very passionate individual when you speak, when you work out. Thank you. I really What does it that. come from? You're welcome. Um, you know, where it comes from. I think that when you truthfully care and you really do have passion towards something, it just is an internal drive that that just makes you do it. You know, like I, I think about it, like how do I wake up every day and do what I do? And I don't realize that it's abnormal until like my family or like friends tell me like, you do know you're like nonstop. And in my mind, it's just like what I want to do. It's because I want to give my best effort. And when you want to serve others, you know, you know, you have to just sacrifice certain things to do so. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Serving others is a sacrifice. Um, we, I believe we use the word free lightly. And I'm just throwing it around free, free. But everything's a sacrifice. It's an exchange. Give, to, to receive, you have to give. To give, you have to receive. It's like a circle. So um, I agree with you. Like, it is a sacrifice. It takes a lot of work. And um, you're putting in a lot of work. Um, so you went from uh, working out for therapeutic reasons and now, like, your global name in the fitness industry, how'd that come about? Like, <laughs> Oh, man, okay. Let's try and make a long story short. Uh-huh. Um, so when I found love with fitness, it was like when I was really, really found love with it, I was like 14, 15, and I wanted to learn. You know, I didn't have a coach. How can I actually, like, better myself? I need to educate. So I became a trainer, a personal trainer, at the age of 17. And by law, you can't train until you're 18. But I still just wanted the education early on. So once I was 18, I became a trainer and I started working for corporate. And that's honestly when I knew, like, it was going to be, like, my career. Like, when I heard the stories of females, like, when I would train them. And I say females, it's because as a female myself, I can connect with them on a deeper level than me trying to relate to a male. Right. Mm. So when I would train them. Like, I would have some of them cry, some of them telling me, like, Ruba, like, honestly, you've impacted my life, and not just me. Like, mothers are telling me, I am so much happier and more confident that my kids are even happier around me. And when you realize that you're not just affecting one person, you're affecting, you know, generations to come, it's big. You right. know, that's that's big. And so for me, whenever I thought about that, I just wanted to become better and better so I can give them my best. Mm. And that's how it evolved. You know, I went from training them um, in corporate. I eventually had my own studio. 
And then after that, um, when I wasn't with my, with my clients, they would say, Ruba, I still need motivation when I'm not around you. <laughs> what, so what, they would call you or text you? No, what? that's when I made my Instagram. Ah. I made my Instagram initially not to like have what it is now. You don't want to be seen. No, I made my Instagram and I did like videos of working out. So when they weren't with me, they can try and do those wow. instead of not going to the gym at all. So they would follow those workouts. And as time went on, people just liked the way I trained. It was creative. It was functional. It was different. And it just grew from there. And obviously through time and experience, you learn about business and how to grow it. I can relate um, because when I started exercising, it was for therapeutic reasons. Also, for me, exercising is like playtime. Um, I started getting results. People were like, hey, feedback, feedback, and also questions about how, to sh- how they should get in shape. So eventually that inspired me to like take it further because I was like, there's a, there's a demand, there's a need. And uh, now it made me feel like I have a responsibility to share because if people are having problems getting their own results, achieving their physical, mental goals, I should share. And that just kept taking me further. So it's a beautiful thing when people ask for help, share feedback, and then it, 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 it like propels you to step on your toes, become a better version of yourself so you can be, give more to them. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's like when you think about what you want to like what. The reason why I say this is because my parents always gave me this perspective. You know, when you're when you're older and you're sitting on your chair and like, you know, say you're 60, 65, when you look back at your life, like what do you want to remember that you left this world with? Like what is it? And so for me, that's like a really powerful question that it drives you to like really get in tune with your purpose in life and your passion. And when you think about that, it's like, are you going to really let your only one life slip away without you actually doing something with it? You know, and so that's that's another reason why when you ask me, what is it that makes you so passionate about what you do? It's like when you know how short life is and what can you do to make this world a better place? You take that very seriously and your parents sound wise. Yeah. You know, I was raised with a single mother and I think that's why I am honestly more dominant and independent. It's because I watched a single mother raise six kids on her own mm. with a smile on her face. Not 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 one complaint, not no weakness, nothing. She mm. just she just did it and she did it so so well, you know. Where did she get her strength from? You know, she's uh she she has a really strong belief mm-hmm. and she always knows God is with her and she Amen. always knows thank you. So for me it's just being young and seeing uh, my mother go through all of that and still doing her job so well as a mother as a father as everything it it was really inspirational for me. Yeah, women don't get enough credit. They're very powerful. <laughs> um especially when they know they're powerful. Um, so like when it comes to transformation, you know, you, you work with clients, yourself, what's your approach to transformation fitness-wise? Love that question. Good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I educate all of my clients that fitness, like, and I was very upfront with them. If you're with me just to attain a physical result, I'm probably not the trainer for you, right? Because, mm. and they, they realize that over time. I started realizing that fitness is more so it's a physical, mental, and emotional outlet. And so when my clients would train with me in in the private studio that I had, 
it was more of a therapy session than it was of a training session. There were some days when they came in and just spoke to me about their problems, they vented, and they left feeling so much better. So you're like a counselor. So honestly, I didn't know that's what I was, but as I re reflected on the experiences and I heard their feedback and, you know, like these women were so, like imagine just working, right? And you have these girls coming to you and, you know, they tell you, I, I really think, Ruba, you were sent from God to me. Like you don't understand how much you've changed me. And they just start crying. Like that is, I take that very seriously, mm. you know? And I can so, tell. And, and so my clients, they understand my philosophy of fitness. And that is, don't do it for the looks. Do it to feel good and the looks will come. Mm. But if you make it a destination of an objective of, oh, I just want a small waist and a big butt, that's cool. You can have that goal. Short-lived. That's, that's not a long-term sustainable goal. At the end of the day, we're all going to age. What matters most is your soul and what's inside of you. So mm. take care of that. And you, like naturally, you'll just feel better. You'll look better. And it, it really does come from within. Mm. Wow. Yeah. You taking any more clients? I think I might need some coaching. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like Ruben was saying, uh, the transformation is very mental and spiritual. Um, with, with my experience with clients as well, I realized that a lot of the coaching went with the helping them reset their mindset, be helping them become aware of like how destructive their certain things about their mindset was and uh, pointed out to them and helped them readjust things. And that's when the physical aspect starts to change. And um, I would say that's that's why my social media presence is I'm more so interested in motivating and inspiring with words and action versus telling people here, this is step one, step two, as far as workout programs, um, because I, I understand that the motivation and my mindset and the motivation is like where it's at, because I can give you like the blueprint. Uh, the thing is, you still need motivation to implement and take action. So I'm with you on that. I can relate. Um, 2020, 2020, um, hit us, got us by a surprise. Like we got a lot of surprises. Um, like I know the first lockdown in March in LA, I was like, what's this? Okay. Lockdown. Cool. How long? It just, uh, kept getting extended. So it hurt a lot of people mentally, physically, spiritually, a lot of businesses. Um, how did 2020 affect you and how did you overcome the obstacles in 2020? You know, sometimes I can't believe that we're in 2021. It's pretty crazy. Uh, but uh, 2020 was very interesting. And I think it was a year for everyone to be tested on how quick they can adapt to their circumstances. Right. Like we our lifestyles, everyone changed instantly. Um, and actually, during that time in March, I was in Thailand and I had like three days to get back into the States before I would have been stuck there. And so I got back and my biggest challenge was not being able to do the one thing that I needed to do every single day. And that was work out. Like, where would I work out? There were no equipment. Everything was out of stock. And so I found a way. So um, everything was out of stock in South Florida or Thailand? No, no, no. I made it back to Miami. Okay. When I came back to Miami, it was ghost town. I realized it was really serious. Mm. And one of my challenges was like not being able to do what your regimen, right? So I was like, you know what? I have to find a solution. So I found a warehouse. <laughs> I know it sounds old school. You went hunting. I found a warehouse and, you know, I was sweating bullets in there. But it, it, got, it got the job done. You know, it, it got the job done. I was doing that. I was doing home workouts. I was able to get a few pieces of equipment over time. 
But, you know, I think that 2020 actually wasn't as bad for me personally because I chose to see the good out of it. And mm. it, it 2020 led me to my new hobby, which is cycling. I absolutely love cycling. I started mm -hmm. cycling 30 miles a day, 50 miles sometimes. And for me, it's like you could look at 2020 as a horrible year or you can look at it as a year that taught you to adapt. It taught you to find alternatives and taught you to do something different. And that's what I did. That's great. I like how you said uh, you chose to find, she chose to find a good out of it. And when it comes to obstacles in general, I believe that you have to find the good out of it. And it might, you know, rub some people the wrong way by, uh, by making such a statement. But the thing is, obstacles are going to come regardless. So what are your options? Uh, are you going to give you the, yourself the option of just being knocked down and staying down? Or are you going to be like, okay, what, what, what is this insight? The obstacle just hit me. I'm, I'm down or I'm unhappy. It's insight. And now what's the problem solution? What's the steps to overcome it? And if your mindset is not conditioned to like overcome obstacles or understand that you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hit. And then what comes after mourning or venting is problem solving. And I, I love how you said uh, finding the good out of it. And um, yeah, yeah, just just to point out a few things, I think just quickly speaking about some of the highlights during 2020 is probably the most I've ever seen anyone outside active. Probably the most families have spent time together. Probably the most people have spent time to themselves. And I think some of that is actually necessary. I think it's really important that we have time to slow down in life. And, you know, of course it was hard for everyone, but there is no point, and I believe there's never any good in looking at the glass half empty. Never. Mm. What's the point? We're in the situation. Right. It's like, why, why dwell in it? You know, like I said, um, March... 2020 was a surprise to me i vented for a little bit and i was like well i can't continue to vent like that's not my lifestyle that's not who i am so we're taking action we're finding out ways to like be effective and still be um, progressive absolutely um and i recommend that for you guys now with any obstacles you're dealing with right now past present the ones that are going to come tomorrow you, you gotta have accept accept the fact that um, that's part of life and also uh you know, hang around people like Ruba <laughs> that um, speak about finding the good in obstacles. And uh, it was a wake up call. And like she said, like it, uh, we discovered a lot about ourselves, things that we needed to um, spend more time analyzing, examining, meditating on. And um, I spent a lot more time with myself that was needed because I, I would say like I always wanted to have people around. And sometimes you have the wrong people around. <laughs> and I like it hit you in your face. Be like, you shouldn't be hanging out with you know, the wrong crowd because... Um, time alone is important. It's priceless. It's needed for you to grow as an individual, a man or a woman. Um, what's the goal for 2021, though? There are always goals, you know. Um, the first goal is always to continue learning. I think we're all students of life and to continue to learn and about everything and everything. So, like, reading books. Like, I just got a, a new book that I'm reading, 12 Rules to Life. Uh, so that's another good book that I'm reading. Um, but some goals that I've set is to execute on my YouTube. I know mm. that's one one channel that. Yeah, you got just, a voice. You definitely got to capitalize on that. Yeah, YouTube, uh, setting up my YouTube, setting up my podcast um, and continuous just continuing to better myself so I can provide more for uh, my business and the women that look up to me. You know, the more that I can help them in any way, the more that I can educate Men look myself. up to you, too, though. 
Yeah. You're a very inspiring individual. Yeah, thank you. You know, the reason why I point out women is because they are my focus. And they are my focus because I have a deep place in my heart where I can relate to them because I've went through the journey. Um, no disrespect to men, but, you know, when, when you have a specific goal in your life and you have a specific group of people that you really want to impact in a certain way, um, that's why I speak of women so passionately because um, they are the ones that actually have pushed me to do what I do and they give me that drive to continuously be there for them. Mm, wow. They got a great motivator. Yeah. And like yeah. when it comes to fitness, fitness as far as getting into getting in shape or wanting to be a inspiration in the fitness industry, like a woman wants to get into the fitness industry, fitness modeling, what is some advice that you have for women that are getting into it? Like some people, like I was telling uh, Phil today, uh, people, some people are intimidated to go to the gym because they're like, well, I'm not in shape yet. Um, what's some advice for women and then people that want to be fitness models? So if I'm understanding this, like what some advice for women that are intimidated to go to the gym? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, you know, that was actually one thing that I'm grateful I wasn't intimidated by because... You you're don't, not intimidated you, by much, are you? No, that's not what it is. It's just that when you tell yourself you're not there for other people, you're there for yourself, mm -hmm. it really doesn't matter who's there. So that's I think that's one thing that you can keep in mind. It's that when you're at the gym, just remember everyone at the gym is there for the same reason you are there. And if they're not, then their opinion doesn't really matter about you, right? So when you're at the gym, just remember that you're there for yourself. Stay, stay in tune with what you're actually doing. If you're focusing on your workout, if you're focusing on your muscles and executing the actual exercise, you won't be too focused about what's around you. You know, you'll be tunnel vision. So. I can vouch for that because uh, I saw Ruba at the gym today. She looked at me like, like she was. She looked at me like uh, he keep looking at me like uh, uh, I'll, I'll call the cops. I'll take you out. Like I'll kill you. I was no. just like I, I, I looked at her and I looked away real fast. I was like, don't hurt me. But she was in the workout. She was in the zone and. When I train, I have the same look on my face. I'm not going to lie. You just got to be focused. Like she says, you, you go there to, for an objective, execute the, exec, execute the objective, and then you're out. Yeah, exactly. So I, I want you guys to remember this. When, when you're in the gym, remember what the purpose and the goal is, right? If you're, everyone is so busy, right? So if you're at the gym and you're so busy, your goal should be to get in there, get your workout in, and get out. So thinking about other people is only going to distract the quality of your workout. So change the way you view it. Instead of going into the gym and being intimidated, oh, someone's looking at me, walk in there. Okay, what am I doing? Okay, I have squats, deadlifts, this. All right, let me focus on the movement so I can actually get the results that I want. So just change that mindset and you'll see when you go to the gym, you'll enjoy your workouts more and you're, you'll be more likely to go back because you're not too worried about other people. You should have joined the military. <laughs> I don't know if my mom would be really happy about that. Has anybody else ever suggest that? No, but I did want to be a cop. Yeah. Why, why didn't you go that route? Because my family was very against it. You know, just scared for me. Man, you know? I think you would have been fine, but I mean. I mean, it led me to where I am. So thank you, mom right. and dad, for not pushing me to go that route. Yeah, you're still a leader regardless and you're help, you. pe helping people out. So it's working. Uh, so, like, for female fit, uh, fitness models, um, I noticed, like, you portray yourself mm, differently online on social media compared to um, a lot of other fit, female fitness models. Like, if you, uh, what advice would you give to fitness female fitness models that want to... 
be successful as for themselves and like for the audience to be effective as a leader what advice would you give female fitness models that are trying to step their game up well i think success is defined differently by each individual and i think that you need to understand what success means to you and i also think that you need to know what you want to be in life right like you need to know what your morals your beliefs your boundaries your standards what is it because you can be successful many different ways in life, but is it going to be the cost of something that's important to you? Are you really being true to yourself? So what I well, what I would say is, firstly, is really get to know yourself. Be true to your identity and how you want the world to see you, not who you think the world would like, because most people have it reversed, right? It's like they want to be the person that's looked up to, the person that, oh, I want to be like this. No, how about you be who you are? And the world will like it because it's you. That sounds like some tough love. Is that how you talk to the clients? You know what? That's how I talk to myself. Because I, some of most of the, the things that I share with you, I tell myself. Mm, first. I, 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 didn't, I didn't always have this mindset. You know, I used to be on the other side where I thought I needed to be a certain way to help other people. And at the end of the day, you know that that comes with a price. That comes with a price of, you know, not being as content or as happy. And so when I ask myself these questions... That's how you get true with yourself. You won't know until you ask. I like how I was like, is that what you say to your clients? She's like, that's what I say to myself. And um, I'm the same way with a lot of the um, quotes um, that I post on my social media. I, um, they're definitely targeted, um, directed towards me first because that's it's something I'm dealing with or experiencing. And um, that's me attempting to practice what I preach first, even though you might be like, oh, this is to for the audience. But like you were saying, um, that's what you say to yourself you have to like um, work on like sharpening yourself, edifying yourself, and that's a, that's a, I think that's a great way to lead. Thank you. I mean, I, I know sometimes certain things can can sound harsh, but you have to be real with yourself. Like you have to make, you have to actually amplify the situation as it is and not cover it up just to make yourself feel better. Like if you're out of shape, don't make yourself feel better. Like oh, it's okay, I'm out of shape. Like no, like you're you're not in good shape. Your health is not good. You should take it seriously. Because if you do, then you can actually take action to fix it. Mm. So that's why I, I talk sometimes um, in, in a certain manner. It's because, like, you really have to just take it serious. Like, if you want it, be serious, and you'll you'll see the change. You're a very serious individual. <laughs> Are you <laughs> serious like that for everything and all day? Like, when's the off time? That's a great question. Um, it's difficult to have off times. I try to catch myself and just, like, you know, not be so serious and, and wind down. But uh, I have my own challenges, and maybe that's one of them that, that, that I'm still continuously We all do, on. right? Yeah. Um, you smile a lot. Is it, is it genuine, or is it like a default joker smile? <laughs> um, I honestly don't even notice when I smile, so I guess it's a genuine <laughs> one. <laughs> We're on the receiving end. Like, uh, what do you like to do with your time other than helping yourself mentally, physically, and also your audience, like, what do you like to do during the day and like lifestyle? You know, this might sound a bit crazy, but um, most of my day is around working towards goals and things that I know like will help others. And so, you know, when people ask me what makes you happy, making other people happy. And so like when I spend my time during the day working, it's not really work. Yeah, sometimes it gets a bit like exhausting, but it just 
when you get so many messages about how you've changed someone's life, you enjoy, like you truthfully use that as fuel to continuously do what you do. And so for me, content creation, reading books, going on walks, self-reflection, honestly, learning is really fun for me. Mm. I love learning. Even if I go on it's a like walk. food. Yeah. Like, but of course, if you want to talk about like, what do you like to do? Like going on walks, going cycling, like being active is always something that makes me happy. But learning listening to to podcasts or even lectures those are things i like to do on my free time i didn't know there were uh, people out there like that yeah like, i mean i'm just kidding but <laughs> i actually i live in la i don't meet a lot of people like that like that actually enjoy doing the i guess the simple things in life yeah of so. course i can't forget i'm a huge foodie huge foodie so going to restaurants is a huge thing for me so like that's the you most left that out earlier yeah, yeah, yeah i left that out that's the most i will turn up in miami is going to a restaurant sushi in particular um but honestly aside from that it might sound a bit robotic but my life is usually consistent around my goals and what i want to help others with i think that makes sense uh if you if we talk about lifestyle it's like everything you're doing is is attached and um, serves the purpose of where you want to go and what you're doing. So it makes sense to me, and it's it should be fun. It, should, it shouldn't feel like work. Yeah. Um, so, like, what else? What's some advice? Because like both men and women are making poor choices with relationship these days. What what's some advice you have for women that want to settle with the right man? Okay, great question. So my advice would be to love yourself first. And I really mean love yourself first. And what I mean by that is understanding who you are, understanding your flaws, what you need to improve on, how you can improve on them. Because once you work on yourself and you think of the characteristics you want from someone else and you're already implementing it, you're going, you're going to attract that to you. But if you haven't even identified your own flaws, your own poor habits, and you don't love yourself and you're not confident it's going to be very difficult to be in a relationship and expect someone else to love you if you don't love yourself so definitely the first thing is to love yourself and to work on yourself it's okay to be alone at times i know it's hard but during that time you're going to grow into such a different person that when you meet that person that you want you're going to realize that you already have those traits within you mm. So, like, what what's your thoughts on marriage? Do you want to be married with kids someday? Or? Of course. I mean, having having a family is definitely something I would want to do. Uh, is it something I would want to do at this particular moment? Um, not necessarily. What are I you think, waiting for? I think it's 2021. I, <laughs> you know, I think that I, I feel that um, at this stage of my life, I have a lot more learning and self-development to do. And um, hopefully when the time is right, you never know. It's just going to happen. You know what? I think it's... It's not always easy to tell yourself and be honest, um, truthful with the fact that you have things you need to work on. Like I myself have things to work on. It's like every time I think I've learned something when it comes to identity, being a man, um, being a better boyfriend or whatever, um, I find that there's more to learn. It's like, sheesh, <laughs> it doesn't stop. But um, I think it's important to uh, acknowledge that and also um, you know, work on it. Start sharpening your tools, your, your mind. Your mind, your body, your your emotions, the way you problem solve, the way you view yourself and view women, uh, very the way you treat yourself and treat them. So um, it's very powerful that you, you said that. Mm -hmm. Secondly, after you love yourself, you really need to pick the man for who he is and think of the future 
of who's going to be raising your kids if you want to have kids because you know sometimes we get so caught up with the person their looks and the present moment of going out that you overlook the person who you're going to have to go through ups and downs with because a relationship is not a fairy tale like marriage is not easy and so you really need to pick that person that has the characteristics patience loyalty trust um passionate you know you really need to understand who you are with because when it comes to those moments in life where it gets hard you need to know that you have a ride or die with you you need to know you have someone who respects and values values you uh, <laughs> great advice again um, when it comes to relationships social media could, could be very toxic um what's what's some advice or you can share when it comes to social media how you how you handle yourself on social media and like filter the bs like you know, social media is, there's good and there's bad to it. But at the end of the day, like, social media is, I say it's the highlight of everyone's life. No one's going to put out their 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 problems and their relationships. They're going to put up the best picture with all the flowers and all the roses and all the gifts, the cars. And so you just have to remind yourself, like, don't compare your life to someone else's because the fact is most people are not sharing their struggles. They're not sharing their problems. And so you really never know what's on the other side. I think that being happy and grateful with what you have is the true result of happiness. And I think that the thief of happiness is comparison. So definitely make sure that when you're on social media, you're not being too consumed in what others have. And you're just grateful for what you have and what you're working towards. Mm. So, um, I think that's great advice. What steps? Because um, advice is great. And then, like, what what are the steps that you take or you took to, um, you know, live by those words? So to be grateful and to remind myself. I love that question. Thank you for asking because I know words are just words until you implement it into action. Mm. So, yeah. So something I highly recommend is waking up with gratitude. And how do you do that? You can wake up and simply write three Three things that you're grateful for, and it can't be anything tangible. So I wake up every single morning, I force myself to sit down, and I actually write 10 things. And I write 10 things, and I try and make it different every day of things that I'm grateful for. There is no way you're going to have a bad day when you wake up and write things you're grateful for. It's very difficult, honestly. So that is one tool that I like to do. A second thing I like to do to wake up and have that mindset is meditation. So... I'm not an expert at this, so I'm not going to make myself seem to be, but I do a five to 10 minute timer. I started with five minutes. I've worked my way up to 10 minutes. I put a 10 minute timer and I'm just on the floor, just quiet. I'm actually analyzing my thoughts. Whatever thoughts come to me, I'm not labeling them as bad or negative. I'm like, okay, this is a thought. Cool. Get back to just like your breathing, focus on your breathing, focus on your heartbeat. And by the time I know it, 10 minutes, 10 minutes is over. I carry on with my day. Wow. You sound like you're in control. I try to be. I mean, this is this is a this is something I'm practicing. I'm mm. not perfect at it, but this is something I think that if you know it's a hard time for you to wake up, you feel like you're always consumed in social media. You feel like you just aren't waking up with energy. Maybe you need to slow down a little bit. Maybe you need to just be in tune with yourself. Take some time to just be grateful for what you have. Take some time to just like connect with yourself and your thoughts and be conscious in the moment. And you know, your day you'll, your day will be different. I guarantee it. Mm. Um, you said you picked up uh, cycling or bike riding. Yes. And is that uh, therapeutic or what? What? What do you? What oh do you man. like about that? Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! I don't even know. It's just the challenge. Like 
when you're outdoors, like I love working out, but when you're working out outdoors and of course in Miami, I start from South Beach, I go through Brickell and then I go to Key Biscayne and- Key West? Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Key West. It's 30 miles, right? From South Beach? Oh, I don't know. I have to look it up. Yeah, well, <laughs> Key Biscayne Beach is, is that Key West? No, I think it's different. No. Right, Phil? Key Biscayne? Yeah, I okay. think it's different. Okay, so I don't I was, know. I was, so, I was making a joke and you're like, yeah. Okay, I, I, I don't, you know what? Listen, I'm not too familiar with the area, okay? But I do go to Key Biscayne all the way down and it's about 30 miles. Sometimes I do 40 to 50, depends on the day. And so for me, it's the challenge of not being good at something because I was so bad at it. And I realized like as time went on, I would look at my my speed and how fast I would get like the 20 miles or whichever, what my goal was for the day. And so having nature, being around that, I'm a huge instrumental music listener. And so connecting that with riding my bike on you the road. You got some nice beats. I heard some good music in your, in your story or your workout yeah. videos. Thank you. I actually connect to instrumental beats very well. And so sometimes when I listen to that, majority of the time actually and i'm just riding it just is such a good frequency and pace for me to challenge myself and so i can't really explain the feeling for you it just it's like something like no other it's just a huge challenge for me um and i enjoy it you found something wonderful i also enjoy um, riding bikes or bike riding cycling yeah um huge I, respect i, I, I huge go too fast and usually end up burning out no, burning out or falling off, trying oh, to avoiding man. traffic. Did you like, do you have the clippers? The clippers. The clippers for the bike? Oh, I don't. I actually almost ran into somebody on the sidewalk and I had to throw myself off one time. Yeah, <laughs> so those are those are I really excited on um, the bikes. Yeah, yeah. No, I had to learn how to use those clippers, and for sure, I've had a few where I fell off. Um, the clippers? Are you talking about like it, it hooks? Your shoes hook? The the shoes hook to the. Oh, so the, once you're under, you're under. Yeah, so you don't want to stop. Like you, you want to avoid going into the city. You want to just go straight on the highway what, and get your miles. What's in. your speed when you're? What What's my speed? So like the fastest, fast? the fastest I've ever went was thirty miles per hour, but that was going downhill. The fastest I went, like in regular pace, was about 20, 21 miles per hour. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's average pace for the twenty miles. Would you say you're an adrenaline junkie? Yeah, for sure. When I work out, I leave with such a natural high that it's it is the reason why I, I can like see to people wake moving up. out the way, like at the gym when you when you come through. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't even notice. You know, I don't even notice who's at the gym when I'm there because I am there. And I, it is just my time to just tune in. Get the blinders on. I love it. I really do. And I love the pain too. Like I love putting myself through that. Like it's it's great. Challenge challenge is uh, I don't know stimulating. Uh, it's 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 hard. It's challenging. But the thing is, you know that it's making you better, and yet that you're gonna overcome it eventually. So yeah, I feel you on that. What would you say, what would you say your purpose is in life? My purpose in life. I think my purpose or anyone's purpose in life is, is to serve others and for me it's to use wow. my yeah I, I truthfully I don't mean a lot of people that uh feel the same way yeah good oh, for I, you I think that uh we all are here and we're here to to make this world a better place to help one another and that's why one of my mantras is we rise by lifting others and I believe that together when we all put in a our good foot and actually support each other we use our experiences and you have this community of energy and everyone has the same energy. Mm -hmm. You just rise and you know, like life is difficult. Why, why, 
why go through life alone when you have people? People are, are made to be together, right? Mm. Like man was not put on earth alone, right? Or, uh, or what? Good for you. <laughs> yeah, so for me, I, I truly believe that my purpose is to serve others in the best of my abilities. And right now it's, and what I'm doing, maybe later on in my life, I'll be at a different stage. I'll be doing something else. But I know the goal will always be to serve others. Mm. I, um, that's powerful. Uh, very inspiring. Is is, I'm happy for you. That's a beautiful place to be in. Like, um, thank you. Like, find your purpose and like, regardless of like you said, where you're gonna be at, what you're gonna be doing, you're gonna be serving, and um, it's therapeutic, it's fulfilling, and people when they're receiving and are blessed by it. Yeah, most people don't even know this, but um, you know, people see my Instagram, they see like all the positive energy, like all you know, you know what I mean. They don't even know like. 80% of those days are like challenges. Mm. But what gets me out of bed is remembering how good it feels for me to get that message like, hey, I'm going through depression and your words hit me and, and thank you. Like really, like that gets me out of bed and they don't realize like they are the drive for me to keep going. Like they really are. And I'm just grateful to even have that connection and ability to help people without even meeting them. I think it's, uh, it's great that you're so humble because you're always going to grow opportunities uh, people are always going to help you become a better version of yourself because you're you're conditioned to receive yeah the energy and um i've definitely um been in bed and gotten some uh, inspirational feedback from my followers and i was like oh time to go do what i do because um it's needed and also i need the feedback as well because i'm i'm one person and i have thousands of followers so that's a lot more energy coming to me they might be like oh max is inspiring but it's like no but you guys you guys are powerful individuals too so thank you for the feedback and the support and that's how i got here um, because before i was like oh, i'm just gonna do bicep curls for me and then i got bored real quick and um, serving others is is like a driving force absolutely so i'm with you on that uh, what do you plan to do the rest of the day other than work out well, when I when I leave work, working out, I go back and I work on the things that I'm passionate about. Mm, like you said, because it's my playtime. Mm. So when I go back, I'm gonna be working on some exciting There's things programs. to do. Yeah, I just launched my app, so well, there's like this is a new year, so I'm constantly updating new programs and giving them things to look forward to. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like every you know, like your workout program isn't the same after four to six weeks, right? Mm -hmm. You need to continuously change it, and so. I'm constantly working on programs and updating my app and working on social media, things like that. So it's very time consuming, but, you know, it needs to be done. And we all have 24 hours in a day. It's like how you spend it. Prioritize. Yeah. And like with friendships, do you have a lot of friends? What, how do you choose your friends? And what advice could you give the audience about selecting friends, friends and being a friend? Yeah, I've been Loaded actually. question. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. It's a great question because it's actually one of the things that is so imperative for your success. Like, you know, we've heard this before. Show me who your five friends are and I'll tell you who you are, right? Mm -hmm. It's so it's so true. I've actually never really had that many friends. And growing up, um, actually, when I was like in college, that's when I really hit me where I wasn't going to surround myself with anyone who wasn't going to have the energy or benefit that I was looking for in myself, right? So like if it was just people who just wanted to gossip and go out and waste time, I didn't want anything to do with that. Mm -hmm. And moving to Miami, it was actually so strange for my family because they know I don't go out. 
But I moved here because of, like I said, like nature, different environment, and I was just alone. I love that about South Florida, the nature. Yeah, yeah. So I think that um, looking at your friends and and being selective is, it's hard because you have to be lonely. You know, like I'd be lying if I didn't say I wasn't lonely. Like I don't have friends down here. Of course, I I know people, but Mm -hmm. do I go out? Not really, no. I think it's important to be honest about that. Because if we're not honest about that, you definitely force things. I've forced friendships, relationships in the past because I was lonely. Um, but maybe I should have been lonely. It was a good time time to work on myself. I um, love that you say that. Yes. I, it was, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for family. Because there are moments when, when, you, you, when you are lonely. Like surround yourself and, and hear a voice. FaceTime your family. Like just don't make yourself available for people who won't make themselves available to you when it's not convenient for them. You know, mm. like you really need to be wise enough to identify the people that are around you and know whether they're good for you or not. No one is going to tell you but you. Like if you can't tell the difference, then that's something you need to work on individually. And when you do start pointing out the people that don't belong in your life and you start making certain decisions that might be difficult, you're going to notice the difference instantly, like night and day. Mm. You just said a mouthful. And um, wow. Um I wanted to do a podcast interview, podcast show, Ruba, but I, I got lessons, I got gems, uh, jewels, um, lots of inspiration from you, and uh, we we appreciate it, guys. Ruba Ali, uh, I'm sure you know who she is. If not, now you do. Um, I'm gonna put the links to her social media and her links in the description so you can connect with her. Um, if you guys have any questions or anything else you'd like us to talk about the next time we connect. Drop it down below in the comic. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, what's your YouTube? My YouTube is Ruba Ali. Because I, I I know you're editing something that you 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 just dropped or you're going to drop soon. Yeah, my first ever follow along apps video of 2021. Get ready. Mm. Yeah. So definitely, guys, uh, tune in for that. But um, thank you for joining us on another episode of Max Your Mind. I was gonna say Max Your Body. I'm tripping. Um, Till next time, guys. Love you. Thank you for having me. Bye.